Log Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys that fall Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson I'm your host Dave Johnson Glad to be on here tonight Last week, I uh, talked about uh, Miss Brandy Spencer going to be on here to talk about this uh, H&B therapy. Uh, she was actually, I didn't know what had happened to her, but she was actually in a wreck or something, I believe. But she's uh, going to be on here tonight to uh, talk to us about that and uh, about this great product. And uh, I don't know what much of product it is, the machine and the things that it does and, and all that. So she'll be joining us here in a little bit. And we may even have a player call in here a little while to talk some uh, women's football. Um, several, well, it's been several weeks now. Um, I've been meaning to think there were some girls that came down that Jennifer knows from Canada to watch the South Carolina uh, Gamecocks play somebody. And uh, they stopped by on their way back to Canada at uh, one of our tryout practices and and uh, come and uh, worked out with us and, and all that. And I've, I've been meaning to thank those girls and don't even know their names, but uh, they're listening. They'll certainly know who I'm talking about. And if you were at the workout or practice, you most definitely know. But I do appreciate them stopping by. I'd love to have them. Here on our team, if they <laughs> went so far away, but uh, nevertheless, uh, they were uh, sure welcome, and we appreciated um, having them. So, uh, you know, high school football is about to wind down for the year, and uh, for just for our alma mater here, it hasn't for me and Jennifer and some of the. Uh, other girls are on my mother here. These so many possible things that mean going so well. And matter of fact, they're over. Uh, they shouldn't be, but they are. Uh, not sure what all's going on. Uh, but there is some good high school teams around here. Um, I know where Jennifer, she works for Elizabethan City Schools and uh, uh, Elizabethan High Schools playing Greenville High this weekend. Um, Greenville's won the state title in 4A the last two years. They're not undefeated this year, but they are playing and uh, uh, playing well right now. And I think they, uh, the only game they've lost maybe was a couple of 6A schools. So uh, that's the game of the week this this week between Elizabeth and Greenville City. Um, should be a, a really good game. Um, you know, I listened to, I watched the game on High School Game of the Week last week. 
also listen to the uh, uh, Southern East, and that's where we went to school, playing the Central, uh, Southern Central Cougars. And for a half, they dominated the game. I mean, I don't, I don't know what happened from there, but you know, it, it's it's sad to to think really that a lot of these uh, coaches and stuff are in these positions and. And I'm not pointing the finger saying nothing about anybody, but they just don't understand the their personnel, you know. And um, to to me, that's one of the the biggest things um, about coaching is is knowing where to put your players and uh, knowing how to play your players, and you know, knowing what to do. I mean, uh, you know, like it was two weeks ago. I watched Indianapolis Colts dominate, and I think I talked about it last week, dominate the Kansas City Chiefs just by running the ball. Both sides, I mean, they just ran the ball well and dominated line of scrimmage on both sides. And, you know, they care less about throwing. You know, it's all about winning. And to me, that that's what it's all about for me, you know, winning. And uh, it doesn't matter if you have to run it 100% of the time and not throw it any. I can remember back when uh, the Baltimore Ravens with Trent Dilfer, uh, it was Trent Dilfer was his name, was quarterback. I mean, they threw probably eight, uh, 20% of the time and ran it 80% of the time, played good defense. And, you know, that's 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 what it's all about. And, uh, and, and I like to throw it too, don't get me wrong. I like to throw the ball a lot as well. And uh, you got a good quarterback, you can you can do those things. So I'm I certainly understand all that. Um, I just you know with these local high schools, it's just I'm not sure, man. I don't know. I just get frustrated listening and, and watching uh, watching these guys coach and uh, the way they play and uh, you know things of that nature. So. I don't know. It, it's a tough gig, but uh, it's uh, certainly been a tough year for the Sylvanese Patriots, and that's their alma mater, uh, when it shouldn't be, in my opinion. I mean, there was seven games on their schedule that they literally had a, a good, good chance to win, and they're over so far in all those, and they still have to play Greenville, which usually beats them by as many as they want to. Elizabeth certainly did already. So, you know, I don't know what week this is, seven or eight, but they're, they're about to wind down, and, you know, the chances of uh, winning the game are, are gone, and, and it shouldn't be that way. But uh, it is, and, you know, hopefully some changes will be made this coming year. Who knows what will happen? Who knows what, who or what situation will occur? But uh, certainly not been, been good uh, for the home team around here. Just uh, the University of uh, Tennessee Volunteers got a big win this past weekend beating the Mississippi State. Um, you know, it's it's sad, too, that they lost two games early that they should have won. You know, um, Georgia most certainly beat them and Florida beat them, but uh, the other two games that they uh, they lost, they shouldn't have. And uh, you know, that's, that's going to be large uh, for them throughout, 
throughout the, this year. You know, they play Alabama this coming week. Alabama's ranked number one. Uh, Tennessee's got two wins, I think, and four losses. Um, so it's going to be another tough week. Uh, I'm not sure that Alabama is the best team in the country. Um, I think Ohio State, as much as I like Nick Saban, I think Ohio State right now has the best team. Uh, LSU certainly playing good. That quarterback's playing really well. I got to watch some of the Alabama game uh, this past weekend. That quarterback for Alabama is a, is the real deal as well. Um, so they're they're playing really well. Oklahoma playing really well. They got Jalen Hurts. Um, they beat up on the Mike Wallace's Texas Longhorns. I ain't gonna say they beat them up, but they won the game. Uh, speaking of Mike Wallace, finding Waldo's easier than finding Mike Wallace right now. Um, the Cowboys losing three in a row, and the Longhorns taking it on the chin. <clears throat> I haven't heard nothing from him. Maybe he, you've heard from him, talked him off the cliff somewhere, folks, because he, he's uh, probably in a bad situation. Uh, but Oklahoma with Jalen Hurts playing really well. Um, they're, they're certainly up there. Haven't got to see Clemson play. I see they got back on track this, uh, this past week, beating Florida State pretty bad. Um, there, there's some good teams out there. I know. Uh, South Carolina upset Georgia. You know, there's going to be uh, starting to get into some of these conference games, you know. And, uh, of course, the ACC is not that tough, but uh, SEC is and the Big Ten is. And uh, uh, there's, we're starting in the Big 12. There's some good teams out there in it as well. We're starting to see some of these teams, you know, uh, play some good football. Um, I thought uh, South Carolina should have won that game before it went to overtime, if you don't know the truth. Uh, but, but they didn't, and they ended up winning it in the second overtime. I, I'll be honest, I figured when it went to overtime that Georgia would uh, would win the game. So, um, you know, that's why you, that's why you play. Um, you know, it really is. I know it's, you hear that all the time, but it's that level. I'm I'm just saying at that level, when everything's on the even keel, it it should be this way. I mean, it really shouldn't be certain teams dominant over others, uh, but it is. Um, so you know, to me, those four or five teams: um, Alabama, LSU, Clemson, Ohio State, uh, Oklahoma. To me, they're certainly. Um, hands and above better than everybody else at the moment in, in college football. So the pros, um, NFL, there's actually only two unbeatens left. New England Patriots, uh, I got to watch them last Sunday. Let's see, no, it was, no, it was last past Thursday night, I'm sorry. And uh, their defense looks really good, but their offense just they look too uh, I don't know that they're as good as their record. They they haven't really played a whole lot at people either. So uh, their defense is really really good. Uh, their offense, like I say, is just subpar. Uh, they just looked way off. Seen Tom Brady didn't even with nothing like 
you know, the Brady of the past, but, uh, you know, they'll, they'll figure it out. They certainly got the best coach. And, um, you know, when it comes to that, he, he has ways of figuring it out. And I'm sure, I don't know him, but knowing him through the years, just watching coach and the things he does, he, he, he knows what's going on. He don't, you know, but he knows they're winning, but, uh, they didn't play quite as well, but, uh, and you got the San Francisco 49ers. They're still undefeated. Uh, playing, playing well out there. Garoppolo playing, must be playing good. Defense uh, coming together. Um, you know, it's sort of um, unreal, if you know, because they didn't have that good record last year. Uh, but putting together some wins this year. Uh, beating, the, beating the Rams, I think. That's who they played this week, but last week, but you know, the the Packers, uh, they come back and beat Detroit Lions last night there. I didn't get to see it, but I heard about it. Um, and I heard on the uh, heard on the radio today that uh, you know, they're talking about the NFL the refs having a bad week and this guy was even a Packers fan and uh, said that uh, there was some questionable calls down the stretch that you know, read the big penalties that put Green Bay in field goal range to uh, kick the field goal to win a game. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's crazy. We, we, uh, we watched highlights on the, on the Dallas Jets game, and at times they're calling stuff like, really, you call that? And then at the end of the game, you know, Jason Witten looks like he gets held on a two-point conversion, and and they don't call it. I, I just think what what we're seeing with these refs and the, listen, folks, it's a, it's tough. That's a tough job, and and it's tough at high school and middle school and all that. But just thinking the pros, how big and strong and fast those guys are, it's, you're looking at this at game speed, and it's tough. But from what I see happening is is just inconsistency you know it's like um you know the rule of thumb is you can call holding on a offensive lineman about any any time and and that's probably so and if it's you know usually away from the ball they're gonna you know try to let it go with, with some of this stuff they're just calling holding you know to me to me it's just it's just not holding and then you know then uh, yeah, I get uh, arm barred, and then they don't call anything. Or I don't, I don't know, man. It, it's just—I'll be honest. It's just the inconsistency, and, and I know it's a tough, tough job. I, I sure would uh, want to do it, and, and uh, you know, those guys got it. I mean, they—that's what they signed up for. That's what they've been, you know, preparing for all these years. So. Uh, they should be, uh, certainly should be, you know, ready for it. But uh, they they sort of had a had a rough few few weeks here to start the season. So, you know, um, you hate to see, or I hate, you know, I hate to see the fact that uh, refs, you know, have to be involved to to maybe make the I ain't gonna say to make the decision. Uh, but uh, uh, maybe 
not a maybe not beside the game, but uh, uh, beside the game at the end, but maybe you know have a hand in doing it. So it uh, it's always uh, you know a, a bad deal when they have to get involved, but uh, when they do, you know it usually determines at the end of the game, it usually has to do uh, something with the outcome of the game, and that's that's not good. But I didn't get to see it all. We were just watching highlights of the game. and You know, my 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 thing is I, I know I, I'm a coach, and I scream and holler the refs and, and all that along the way. But, you know, there's a lot of times during, during the game that uh, you get – you get an opportunity. You have several opportunities to to win the game, and you, and you don't take advantage of them. You know, so it's 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 a bad deal. Uh, but just to hear that got me off track a little bit. But to hear that, yeah, it was a Packers fan talk about it, and uh, you know, and then me and Miss BJ was talking about it before I come on. Uh, which before I go too far, congratulations to her on the. Uh, some kind of award she's winning out there at the uh, Las Vegas All-Star game they're having. Um, not exactly sure what it is, but congratulations to you. Uh, anytime that, uh, you know, you uh, accomplish something like that in the, you know, when when it's uh, United States-wide, I, I should say, and, and uh, you know, people recognize you for it. It's always a great thing. So I know one thing you do a lot of good work here with the radio network and, and uh, you know, people people like you are, you know, a thing in the past that just do it because they love it and don't, you know, the first thing everybody, first thing out everybody's mouth is what does it pay, you know, or this or that and other. So there's very few people in anything anymore just because they they love what they do, so uh, well-deserved, uh, no doubt about that, uh, but we were talking before, you know, she watched the, she was for Detroit, and, you know, I, I think they pretty much led the whole game and um, then at the end lost it. Um, the Chiefs, two weeks in a row, uh, they've lost, you know. Then Jennifer was talking just when you think, you know, you're getting some of these teams are getting, uh, you know, uh, getting rolling. Then all of a sudden, uh, they're not. So they they start taking a, a back seat. So uh, before I go any further, I think uh, I think we got Miss Brandy on the line, and uh, let's go to her. And we'll let her uh, do some talking with us about her. Uh, our new business here. How about it, Brandy? You there? Oh, yeah. You got me. Hey, how are you doing? Downright peachy today. How are you? I'm doing good. So, was you in a wreck or something last week? Uh, yeah, I just the truck got flipped on us, but we're all good. Had to miss the program, which I really hate that, but it's all good now. Well, that's good. Well, um, I've been talking on here um, the last couple of weeks uh, about this business and things that uh, 
you've got going on, but I certainly uh, can't do it justice uh, like you can. I don't understand it all as much and this, that, and other. So uh, why, why don't you tell us all about exactly, you know, what what it is and what it's about and how you came about, you know, doing it. I've, I've known you probably for 10 or 12 years, you know, now, and, and uh, you know, just how all this came about and exactly, um, you know, what's the what's the benefits uh, for, for having this procedure done. Okay. Well, it's called PEMF therapy or treatment, which is pulse electronic magnetic field. And it's something that's already naturally in the earth. Uh, it's the, like the ebb and flow of the north and south poles, how the electricity runs, because we're all made of energy. This is a machine that actually kind of enhances what the world already gives us. It helps to increase the cellular membrane and get all the cells cleaned up. If there's toxic, you know, the, the things that we do in a day, use a cell phone, not, you know, we don't go barefoot no more out in the grass anymore. We wear shoes now. All those things disconnect us from the natural healing for the body. And what this machine does actually goes and just kind of regenerates all that into our into our lives and into ourselves. It helps put the circulation back into your system so it gets everything flowing. It, so, therefore, if you've got good circulation, it takes away for less of the inflammation. And it's just overall well-being. Uh, there's so many okay, things stop, to talk stop. about. Hey, stop right there for just a second. You just mentioned inflammation, yeah. and I'm going to uh, uh, – our quarterback, um, you know, she's had some uh, – not sure exactly what's going on with her arm, but she went today, and there's not a uh, there's nothing toward this, that, and other, but she um, says she has a lot of inflammation. And uh, when I talked to her, she said, I hope uh, you know we're having an inner squad scrimmage this coming Sunday, and, and uh, she said, "I hope Miss Brandy's there with that machine. I need to get mm-hmm. off that for for this inflammation." So, what? So we we all know what inflammation does to your to your body. Um, mm-hmm. So how how does this help get the inflammation down or out or okay. exactly what would you? Well, what it does is it starts, what it does is the machine sends a magnetic frequency into the body and penetrates all the way down to the cell. Because the cell is what's causing the problem. When the cell is not moving healthy, you know, you have your ions, your positive and negative. When they're clogged or there's an issue, you know, the, the muscle tissue, no matter what it is, all the way down to the membrane, has gotten some, you know, not working right. What this does helps clean all that out helps get the circulation, oxygen back into the blood, which helps the inflammation heal itself. So when there's, you know, when your cells are working good, you're not going to have inflammation. So what this does is increase the body's natural healing ability to get rid of the heat, the inflammation, and have overall well-being of the body. Reduces the, you know, tissue. Well, I know for a fact that, you know, um, we, we've been using this on, well, I mean, like myself, uh, we did that on my back and up until the last few days, it really, the you know, it went away. And I'd say that's probably what it is there too, is information. It's true, you know, um, mm-hmm. 
we went to, I went to pick Jennifer up from the beach and uh, slept in an old hard bed over there. And ever since then, my back's been killing me. But, but truthful, I know Mike uh, Wallace has used it. And a lot of these girls, um, you know, we've used it and uh, you've used it on them. And, and, and they swear by it. So um, how, I'm not, I know for a fact that it works on athletes. Um you also do uh, horses and, and stuff like that as Horse. well? Oh, yeah. It even, and believe it or not, it even works on plants. I know, I know that sounds, you know, you're like, well, we got humans and horses. and it, I mean, it helps for everything. If it's living, breathing, and it's doing a job, then it can it can be fixed or help with this. Um, on the animal side, with the horses, you know, we consider like, like team roping. I'm going to use that as an example. You've got an animal that's about to go from zero to 45 and then add something about 600 pounds attached to it and then drag it across the arena. That puts a lot of stress on muscles and on the body, and this machine also helps those athletes as well. It increases the energy level. It increases the oxygen in the blood, which therefore increases energy level. It promotes cellular healing, so therefore you're not as sick or it helps your body get better faster. It does so many things. It stimulates the elect, uh, electrons that are going through the cells. It just it reduces the pain that you have, accelerates cell, cell growth. It just does so many things to help the body perform better. Right. Well, I know we haven't really, um, you know, we haven't been in a lot of action yet as far as Really playing, going after it. I know last week um, you didn't make it, and uh, we actually did uh, two weeks ago. I guess it will be two weeks this coming Sunday. Uh, we actually did get after it a little bit. Um, you know, I'm I'm um, I'm a big believer that you know it's once you uh, the healing process after you know having a rough day. That's what I'm anxious to see how well, you know, this really works because that's to me. To me, I, I guess if I'm understanding it correctly, the the worse off you are, the better in a sense. I mean, maybe not right at the moment, but the better, the worse off you are, the more treatments, the better, the better the healing or the better it would work. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, yeah. It The therapy helps the body's natural processes and promotes healing. You can, like someone that breaks a bone, This you take one person that doesn't have any therapy sessions for them, and it might take them six months to get a certain spot. Or you take somebody that was in the same situation but has the therapy, they're going to be almost half the time it took the other person to heal that injury. I mean, this this helps, you know, this helps everything get going. It helps for muscle relaxation because a lot of times if you're in a lot of pain, you're tight, you're stiff, and it, it takes your body even more time to get everything going because you've got other problems going on too. So, it's you know, your body fights so many things at one time, but when this kind of helps it along, it helps your immune system fight the, have a response and fight it better. So it in the long run, it, it helps with the tissue generation. It helps... Uh, as, as well as nerve endings. It also has been t- uh, tested to regenerate nerve endings even. I mean, it's an awesome piece of equipment. Technology is great. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I, I guess to sum up more of what I 
what I mean is, you know, like I'm gonna use for instance, like these these guys playing on Sunday, you know, but uh, you hear them, you know, hear these professional athletes, these guys, and they're in the best shape of anybody that there is, you know, and they say some uh, on Sunday, some of those guys, you know, or Monday can't hardly get out of bed. You know, then I'm I'm sure all these organizations have this kind of stuff. I know they have ice. I know they have the cryo treatments. They have all this stuff. Oh um, yes, they sure do. That helps reju- re- rejuvenate them, and that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, if you if you get beaten, banged up, you know, this one little one little thing might make you feel a little bit better. But you know, over a process of really healing. Pe- people don't understand that healing is is not an overnight thing. I, I mean, I don't care what it is. I, I've seen, you know, people that, uh, you know, that couldn't hardly walk and, and really ice and ice and ice be able to walk better the next day. But you have to continue that treatment to really get healed. And that's what people don't understand about anything is is – the fact that this is not a miracle worker, you know, of anything, it, it's a process. And even oh, though yeah. it can, you know, maybe somebody's having an injury that this might just hit the right place and it might, you know, like me, I mean, I'm, I'm being serious. It, you know, I, I don't know how much you put it on me that day for 20, 30 minutes, whatever it was, but, you know, my back didn't bother me for up until uh, this past week. So that was probably what, two or three weeks that just one little thing, uh, you know, sort of, sort of helped me out. So it, it's a process and, and the more you do it and, and, the, you know, this seems like the, um, the, I ain't going to say the more severe the injury, but you know, when, you know, it's like medicine, medicine attacks, you know, if you need pain medicine, it attacks the part where you need pain. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. The the difference though is with the medicine, it's just kind of it might help with the pain, but it's not healing. The, it's not doing the process of healing your problem. With this machine though, it not only takes oh, yeah. away the pain, but it also starts your healing process. So therefore, like on your back, if we do another session where you said it took you about three weeks before the pain kind of came back or you felt anything again. Next time, it'll probably be another week or two added to that before you feel like you need to take another session. Because the more you use this technology and what's, you know, here, the faster and quicker you heal. And like with the athletes, you know, they get ready for a big game and stuff. With a recovery time is almost cut in half because of something like this. And then the more that they use it after every game, instead of taking four hours after a game to get better and, you know, start feeling a little bit better, it only takes two hours. And then the next time they do it, it might only be an hour and a half. You know, there might be a small increment taken away from it to where they're, they're healing because their body's starting to naturally heal and, and work through, you know, it's like mu- muscle memory. You know, they get used to it a certain way, and this kind of helps them. And once it gets into your system and you use it in an everyday occurrence, then it works even better. Yeah, a minute ago, I wasn't comparing that to medicine. I was just saying that attack. You know, like medicine attached to where yeah, the pain yeah. is. Medicine, people don't understand. Medicine don't, pain medicine just helps with the pain. It don't cure the problem. You're exactly yeah. right. Um, 
but um, you know, for for me and like I said, I I've no longer than than I've been around this, and I and I still don't understand all the ins and outs, and that that's fine. But uh, you know, I I've seen it work, and uh, how how did you come about to get into something like this? Well, it actually came from um, where I was working. Uh, you know how you see there's in the equine world, there's these things that use magnets to help heal the horse. And I got to thinking, well, if magnet will heal a horse and horses, dogs, and humans run about the same circulatory system, why wouldn't it work on a human? And then I got to doing a little research and I come across PEMF therapy and I bought a, a, a I guess a less powerful machine at that time and started noticing that when I would do sessions on a horse at a rope in or anywhere that myself would feel better just by leaning against it. And then I did more research to see that it was the magnets were actually being, you know, pushed with electricity a little bit to go deeper into the body and to increase different things, which is like all the things that we were talking about earlier. So the more research I did, the more I found out that, Oh, there's actually places, uh, places that do this, you know, better for the body. Right. Well, you know, um, and I've seen that that thing. It's hard to believe that that, that machine can really do all that. Uh, like I said, I, I'm a believer in it, and I've seen Mike. He, he's older than me, of course, and he he uh, he's had several uh, several. I, I think it's on his shin or something. He keeps getting me to work on with yeah. it. But uh, I, I know for a fact uh, that it, that it works. Um, like I said, uh, Andrea, um, she she had talked about getting some more uh, on her arm on it because of the inflammation. Now, exactly what would you describe uh, inflammation as being? What what exactly is inflammation? Well, the, the best way the best way I would describe it is you know your a healthy cell has your negative and positive ions or going in and out of it. Well, when they get clogged, which is by an injury or something that's not working the way it should be, then it starts building up friction. And when the cell's not working right and, you know, ebb and flow of everything going, that heat builds up, and that's where your inflammation comes from. And not only does this work for inflammation, but this also, depending on what frequency that you're using, this could even help with depression. This can help with anxiety. This can put the chemicals in your brain back to the places that it should be to have a homeostasis level of, a, you know, all, everything. It's not just a pain reduction, and it's not just a healing factor machine. This actually will help just about anything that you have. It helps with diabetes. It helps with Alzheimer's. There's studies it helps with Parkinson's disease. Um, anything that is wrong within the body that's not having the body as healthy as it can be, this machine helps the body get to be the best as it best can be. Well, you know, it's like, uh, you know, the oxygen uh, is is real. People don't realize what kind of oxygen your body needs, you know, and what it, uh, ha- how much oxygen it takes to survive and make all this stuff, you know, work. And uh, this... I guess this machine, you know, helping free up the flow of that 
in your body um, is oh, what yeah. really is, starts the healing process. Is that right? That is correct. The, the circulation of the oxygen in the, in the body is really what kind of kicks everything into play. That helps the cells start getting back to where everything's supposed to go. You know, your, the nutrients that's within the body starts flowing the way it's supposed to be. Our bodies get rid of the carbon monoxide or the waste product out of the cells. And everything starts moving the way it should be. It metabolizes and just lets everything go back to where it should be. Right. Well, like I said I'm a I'm a firm believer in it. I, I mean, I you know, every, listen, and I and I'm not saying you by any stretch of the means, but you know, everything anymore is on the market, and and you know that's that's sort of why we're we're doing all this is to help you get this kick started and and get your business rolling and all that. And, you know, um, and the best way to do it is, you know, to, to try it out and, uh, you know, to oh, let, yeah. you know, to show people, Hey, this, this really works. I mean, word of mouth, you know, is, is, is how you get businesses going. And, um, I know, you know, this starting here, uh, we're starting small, but, you know, um, come, come later when we have games and stuff, you know, and, and you can set up and, and more people, you know, understand uh, what it is and, and you get people trying it. And, you know, everybody is so skeptical of of everything anymore. You know, it's like, I, I remember, oh, yeah. well, you know, Mike was like, right. Well, you know, if you remember, it's like Mike, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I've seen him hobbling around out there forever. And then he's like, well, I'm going to go try this, you know. And, and then he's like, wow, yeah, I yeah. can't believe it. You know, it works that good. And and I know, it, you know, like I said, it may not have that effect on everybody that fast. I know it did me, you know, on my back. And um, I've seen it work on these girls. But, you know, hopefully uh, we can help you, um, you know, through through our team and, and this radio show and, things of that nature and get it going. I know how tough it is, trust me. I know, I know, I know well, how tough it is to start would, something from scratch, uh, you know, so um, it, it's Yeah, I will say job. this, We're though. certainly going to move. Oh, definitely. I will say this, though. This technology isn't new either. I mean, this has been around for hundreds of years. It's just, it's not in the States as popular as, mo- you know, as some things can be, but if anybody does any research on it, they'll find that this this has been around for a long, long time. We just hadn't used it, and now I think we need to use right. it, everybody. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, well, I'm really, you know, I'm proud to. I'm proud to get to be a part of everything. We're with y'all. It's been fun. Right. Well, you know that it's um um well you know John having these ropes and stuff and and all these horses and I mean. People can't imagine um, that don't know anything about rodeo or or team roping or anything. They can't imagine, you know, about uh, what you what you are saying, you know, about these horses taking abuse. But you know, you take some of these horses, you know, like all of our horses are big horses, and then you throw a fifty or sixty pound saddle on them and a three hundred pound person on them, and then. You know, you're running down the arena. A lot of the arenas you go to, the footing in them's not that great. Um, they're running down the arena, um, you know, hooking on the steer. 
and then you got the weight of that steer, and then when the healer heals it, then you got the extra weight of the horse they're on. Uh, these animals, and they're athletes as well. That's what a lot of people don't understand is that oh, yeah. they're athletes as well, and they they get hurt just like everybody else, and they get sore. I don't care how good the horses are. I don't care how good the situation is. I care how good the saddle blanks are, the saddles, all that, blah, blah, blah. They get sore just as well as humans do. Because they're oh, yes. they're athletes as well, uh, so you know this is a this is a good uh, product and a good way to you know to not just I, I guess I would say put all your eggs in one basket by just being <laughs> yeah. able to work on people but animals as well. But the key word being athletes, and and I know people say, man, you're calling a horse an athlete. They have no idea that how oh. How good they, you know, how good the athletes that these horses really are. Oh yeah, because not only are they taking all that pounding and, and grinding and stuff, but they've got a lot of heart to it too. And a good athlete's gonna have a lot of heart because they'll push through things that any other person would lay down doing. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, well, Brandy, tell us, um, tell us exactly the uh, the name of you. Uh, what you call this, how they can, uh, uh, anybody wants to look you up or uh, book, book a session or all that. I know you've got some uh, ads. Or, uh, I know you've got it posted on Facebook or, or whatnot. Tell us all about that. Yeah, my company is H&D Therapy, and we do PEMF therapy as well as equine massage therapy. And... If you need to get a hold of me, just look up Brandy Spencer. My first name is spelled B-R-A-N-D-I-E. Got to be a little different. And you can go to the website there, and it tells you more about PEMF therapy and all that it can help you with, as well as you can always Google H&D therapy. I'm located in Dandridge, Tennessee, and if anybody ever needs to get a hold of me from there, just use my phone number, which is area code 865-456-1976. That's about it. That's a, yeah, I'm pretty easy to get around or get a hold of. <laughs> well, that's good, and you're you're mobile too. I mean, that you can, you know, if somebody has a a group or something or or whatnot, you're mobile. Uh, you know where you can where you can get to these, and you know, I to say, I, we've always got a, a lot of irons in the fire, and uh, who who knows where this you know where this might lead just. With, with just us, I mean, like we say it, talk. You know, it's 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 a it's a new new thing for for all of us. And I know you've been, in, you know, got into it here. And and uh, it, it's tough building a business, but certainly uh, when you got the drive and you got the want to, and and you believe in your product, and and you have people out there helping you push it that believe in it. Um, I, I think it's uh, it's going to turn out really well. Well, thank you. I've got great hopes for it too, because it is something I do love doing. It makes me feel good when I know that I've helped well, somebody get better in their life. <laughs> well, I know, like I said, I know for a fact that uh, when I talked to the quarterback today, that was exactly her very words, because she's talking about that information and how much <clears throat> how good it felt that day that. Uh, 
she'd had it. And I know some of the other girls have too. I just didn't uh, got to talk to as many of them as, as her, but, uh, uh, I certainly appreciate it. And, uh, you know, everything that you're doing, uh, for the team and then we're going to do our best to, to, to help you get this thing off the ground and roll with us. Uh, we know it can. Well, thank you very much. I greatly appreciate it. And I really enjoy being up there with y'all. Can't wait to see y'all this come week or two. All right. Well, Mary, I appreciate you coming on here, talking about this great uh, product and everything, and uh, we'll see you this weekend. <clears throat> Sounds like a plan. I'll see y'all. Y'all have a good day. All right. Thank you. All right. Brandy Spencer, H&B Therapy. Uh, for sure, I ain't just blowing smoke. It really, it really works that good. I, and I'm I'm one of them that, that is old school that, you know, you have to show me. And she knows that. I've known her for a long time. And uh, she knows that. And, and she did. She showed me. And, and it, it works. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's it's new to me. It may not be new to a lot of people. It's new to me. Like I said, I'm old school and don't know a whole lot of uh, about that, but that kind of stuff. But I, I do know it works. And uh, if you have any, if you're especially around here uh, where we live or close to it, uh, you know, uh, certainly look her up. It would be a great opportunity to, you know, to maybe get some therapy and get some uh, relief on, on a few things. And uh, like I say, Trying to get her uh, introduced into the uh, women's football world, uh, starting with our team, and uh, maybe who knows what else we can, uh, you know, get uh, get going for, her and uh, uh, maybe help her boost the business. So, really appreciate her coming on. Appreciate her being a, a part of our team and and all that, and. Um, just glad to glad to have her. Like I said, good person I've known for several years. So hard worker, uh, you know, and, and believing in your product is is something that's really important, and and uh, she certainly does that. So uh, congratulations, Brandy. Hope we get it uh, going going well for you. Um, you know, we was talking about um, NFL, I guess here. And uh, I'd made that statement, you know, uh, Gronkowski, uh, Rob Gronkowski, said after the Super Bowl last year, that's part of the reason he retired is he couldn't hardly, you know, get out of bed from taking all those hits. And, you know, I watched some vicious, vicious uh, collisions uh, this past this past weekend. And, uh, you know, the, the, the bruises, the stuff you take, um, it, it takes a while to get over that. And and if you're not doing something, something along the way to help get that blood back flowing, those bruises can stay uh, on you and stay sore for a long time. And, uh, you know, just saying, and that's sort of along the line of what we're talking about. But um, these these guys are getting faster. They get stronger. I mean, it's just unreal that, you know, the way uh, she was talking about technology, but, man, 
just the way that these athletes, and it's not just the men, it's the women's. I mean, I, I remember the first time I saw women's football, and, and you know, these, these guys were talking about this team being pretty good, and I'm thinking, well, man, you know, they're terrible. And, you know, they, they were pretty terrible, but the the girls today are, are athletes, uh, you know, that, a lot of them can really throw. A lot of them can really catch, run, move. You know, just lots of things that you know they couldn't do um, in the in the past. Uh, they're they're starting to turn it around. So, you know, and I pride uh, our girls on uh, people showing up and not knowing that there's a bunch of women out there playing. You know, to to look just like high school players. And uh, I really do, you know, pride ourselves on that by the, by the way they play and the way they carry themselves and the respect they have for the game and the way they, you know, play the game. So uh, these these athletes are are taking a beating. And, you know, when I, I seen Brandy, I didn't, even, I didn't even know Brandy had this business started. And I seen her, matter of fact, that her open that my brother had. And uh, we got to talking about it and, uh, you know, trying it out. And uh, we came up with a deal to, you know, maybe help her and us. And, and that's what it's all about. So I'm uh, really excited about it and uh, excited for her about it. I love to see people, you know, succeed in things that they believe in. Um, you know, uh, me and Jennifer, years and years ago, we, uh, you know, got into trucking. Started from scratch, started with nothing. Everybody said, oh, you can't do it, you can't do it, you can't do it. Well, we did it. You know, then when we started this football team, everybody said, oh, you can't do it, you can't do it, you can't do it. Well, we did it, you know. So if you, if you listen to everybody else tell you what you can't do, you'll never do anything. And if you want to do something, set your mind to it. Make sure you do it hard work, no matter what it takes. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of sacrifices along the way, and there's going to be lots of sacrifices on anything you do that's worth doing. Uh, so that's that's one thing that's uh, you know hurts a lot of people in business. One thing that hurts a lot of women's football is uh, you know people don't realize uh, you got to make sacrifices. I mean, you know, I made sacrifices for years uh, for. For to make sure we could get a uh, uh, have somewhere to live and build that business, and that's just the way it is, you know. And I made all kinds of sacrifices for this football team. Uh, so, ever everybody, every business, hobbies, all that stuff, there's going to be uh, there's going to be the negative people out there tell you can't do it. There's going to be some people that you know would help you. And, go the extra mile to do whatever they can. Uh, and there's just going to be people that just hope you fail because, you know, they they fail at everything because they're not willing to get out there and, and work hard to get the job done. So, um, you know, just just do something, you know, and, and have pride in it. I don't care what it is. You know, that, that's something that, um, you know, to be honest, I never, I never um, thought about coaching. Uh, you know, I, I, I say that, but I, you know, coached a lot of people 
in roping. They don't really call it coaching, but I've coached a ton of people uh, in roping. But I never seen, you know, thought of myself as coaching football because, you know, back in the day, unless you went to school or college and all that, only teachers could coach, which I, I do not agree with at all, uh, not one bit. So because I was on the um, bad side of several of those jobs because the, uh, somebody taught, they got them to coach, and they didn't know nothing. So I'm not a fan of that. But here or there, I didn't, you know, think about um, ever being a coach until, you know, we got this team, and, and I wanted my brother to coach it because he's coached a lot of uh, football players. Um, he just didn't have the time, and you know, I just just didn't find anybody to do uh, the way I wanted it done. And you know, Jim said, "Well, why don't you just do it?" You know, and up until the end, the thought never crossed my mind. I mean, I I know, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes along the way, and uh, learned from them, and still are. But the uh, fact of the matter is, I knew what I wanted, and and I went and did it. You know, and I can't sit here and tell you how many people told me I couldn't and, you know, how how many girls that come through and you don't have the right attitude and this, that, and other. And you know what? We we never missed a meet. Now, we might have lost some games. We might have got the crap beat out of us a time or two. But in the end, we, we did things the way we wanted to do. And... You know, so much of this stuff is not that way anymore. That's why I love Nick Saban and Bill Belichick. I don't necessarily like the, the, the Alabama and New England. Just the fact that those guys do it their way. And all these other people say, you can't do it, you can't do it. You can't have a coach like that. They can't. But these guys can what makes them that much different? And I'm not comparing myself to those two guys, but I, I'm just comparing myself to I believe in something and I and I haven't ventured or got off path of what I believe in. You know, it, it's uh, you know you can't let you can't let one person run run your show. You know, you can't let one one person get on there and, and be the deciding factor of of winning or not, and then don't get me wrong, there's some players out there that's good enough to, you know, be a game changer. What I'm talking about is, you know, stand your ground. You know, first thing that, uh, you know, Randy Moss years ago, great player, no doubt about it. Bad attitude, couldn't get along with nobody. He trades New England. I said he'll be great up there. He'll be, he'll either he'll either be a great player or they'll cut him. Turns out he he turned out great. You know, it's like every other player they get up there. They all this stuff they do before they get there, they don't do when they get there. Why don't they do it? Because they know they won't tolerate. They know Robert Kraft's gonna do whatever Bill Belichick thinks is best for that football team. And that's the way you have to be. You know, you have to stand by your guns, believe in your product, believe in what you're telling, believe in what you're selling, that all these, uh, whether it be coaching girls or boys or men or 
women or, or whatever the situation uh, may occur, you you just got to believe in it, stand by your guns, uh, don't waver, no matter what happens. You know, you lose players. You know, we lost one year there. We didn't have but sixteen. Uh, we lost six in one game. Six in one game. Never came back. Left game. Never, never came back. Uh, I, I, I really, that was the defining uh, factor for me as a coach, as a team owner, um, and all that is, you know what? I, I've seen a lot of girls that I thought was going to be good, but when adversity hit them, they tapped out and they quit. I don't care what they call it. I don't care how they look at it. They say, oh, they got hurt. I've seen girls finish that game when we got mauled and we got killed with 10 on the field. I saw those 10 were were in bad shape. They were limping. The, the other team didn't want the clock to run. They wanted to, to pound us, and they did. Uh, I realized right then, you know what, we, we've got to get better, but we've also got to make sure the girls we have believe in what we're doing and want to play no matter what. And when I tell you some of them tapped out, I mean, it, it literally was, uh, you know, you look around at them and, oh, my ankle's hurting or my wrist is hurting. And, and when you can sit there on the bench and you can watch, you know, 10 players out there, they're probably hurt worse than you. And I say hurt, I mean mixed up, sprained ankle, uh, you know, really bruised up. They're out there giving 100%. And you can sit there on the sideline and, uh, you know, act like you're hurt when when I don't think you're really hurt. Um, I, to me, I, I just don't, uh, I don't know. I, that, but that was the defining a moment for me as a coach and our team. I realized right then, no matter how many players we got, we got to have that many dedicated, good, hard-nosed players. Uh, the very next year, we took 17 to start with and, and won the championship. Uh, that was the turnaround uh, for, for this program, for our team right here. Uh, we we had a good team the first year. Uh, we lost a lot of those girls, didn't come back. And, and that's, that's a major problem along, you know, what we're doing here with, with women's football. I mean, it's not high school where, the, you know, it's extracurricular. It's not college where people go on scholarships. It's not the NFL where they make millions. Um, you got so much turnover. But what you've got to have, and that's why, you see these great teams winning over and over and over and over because they have good, hard-nosed players at these positions that are willing to sacrifice, maybe not have the the best, the, the greatest job, but have a good job because it fits their football schedule. Or maybe they do something, uh, work, is, you know, it's like their uh, – uh, football, you know, so there's, there's lots of, lots of things that play into this, but believing in what you're doing, uh, to me, that would be 
you know, the main thing is uh, over anything, and it covers everything we've talked about tonight, is believing in what you're doing. And I don't care if it's coaching, if it's roping, if it's uh, being in this therapy business that Brandy's in, um, playing. It, it just doesn't matter. You've got to believe in it. You know, and I see so many people, you know, um, I got I work with a guy now that uh, I went to school with from the sixth grade on, one of the greatest guys that I've ever known. And and it ain't just I'm saying that now because I work with him, I knew it forever. Um, and he's, he's in the process of getting his uh, CDLs, and he's been riding with me some. And, you know, and that's one thing I've noticed is he he may not get them the first time because he just don't believe in himself enough. You know, there's times that he, it's like he, he'll be, you know, driving really good and things are just going great. And, and you think, man, he's turned the corner. He's going to make it. And then the next thing you know, sort of has a meltdown and it goes south and, he, he just don't believe in himself, you know, and, and that's, that's what you have to do. And, you know, no matter what the situation, uh, you know, just, just do it, uh, whether it be work or, or playing or anything of that nature. Just uh, go at it 100%. And, you know, I, I think, you know, you'll, you'll be successful in the end. Now, to me, you know, I, I judge things like I, I judge, a, you know, a, for instance, a job. You know, me and this guy, Danny, he's, he's my friend I went to school with. We talk about this all the time. And, you know, today's world, in today's world, if, if you don't make movies money and you don't have a big house and you don't drive a new car, then people look down on you. I don't care who you are, what you say. I mean, you go to you go to team roping, and and everybody there has a, a eighty thousand dollar truck, a hundred thousand dollar trailer. Uh, a lot of them riding uh, forty to fifty thousand dollar horses, and I'd rather have a hundred thousand dollar horse and, and a five thousand dollar truck, a ten thousand dollar trailer. As, as vice versa, because, you know, I, I, that's all just material. That's all wind addressing. You know, being happy, you know, with with what you got, you know. Uh, you know, it's like your job, you know. This is not the best job I've ever had, but I like it as good or better than any I've ever had just because of the situation that, uh, you know, it lets me be in with being happy at work. I don't, you know, get to go and do my own thing. I see these, uh, uh, I went to school with two guys that run it and, uh, uh, get off all the weekends, the evenings, all that. I, I, I like it because I believe in it. It fits me. Does it pay the best? No, but it, it makes me happy. And that's what, you know, you've got to believe in yourself, you got to believe in what you're doing, believe in, in what you're selling. And, and, you know, I think that's one thing that's, that's made uh, a lot of people great coaches, uh, you know, along the way, and especially, like I say, 
Bill and Nick is, is the number one thing. Of course, they make bookies and money, don't get me wrong. But the number one thing is they believe in what they're doing. Nobody second guesses them. Now, sure, they've had to change over the times, and they've had to change certain things and, and uh, change their way of thinking, I guess. But they really believe in what they're doing. And that, you know, that's us. And I'm not like, again, I don't want anybody to think I'm trying to compare myself to those guys, but, uh, you know, it's, it's just like I talked to Bradley a long time ago, you know, when we was talking about this stuff, is is believing. And, you know, you can tell she does. She's excited about it. And I'm sure there's nays that, you know, going to give you the negatives and, and all that. And uh, she she's going to keep on being happy. And, and, and I don't blame her. And I'm happy for her, you know. Uh, but we we here with our team, I mean, just over the, I mean, we started out, we've had several tryouts. I told Miss Ellington last week, Miss Lynn Marie was on here and talked with us, and um, me and her talked on the phone a time or two, and I said we had several tryouts and several players uh, showed up. Well, you know what? In the last week, we lost three or four. And, you know, they're, they're really good players that were lost. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not not one bit happy, but the bottom line is we're going to keep going on. We're going to keep doing what we're doing because we believe in what we got going on here. And that's that's why, you know, we're, I ain't going to say we're successful, but why we've had some success, um, you know, and, and it's you just have to keep your head down to the ground uh, you know, I hear people all the time, well, I wouldn't do this or I wouldn't do that. And you know what? Maybe maybe they would. Uh, but I do. And you know, I don't uh I don't turn the other cheek. I don't uh, uh play the favorites deal. Uh, everybody knows here how I am. I hold them all accountable. Uh it don't matter who they are. Uh, and that's you know, that's why I like those two two coaches and uh you know i think if if we'd see more of that uh instead of you know that's one big thing about tennessee uh, tennessee football is the alumni run the show they let the coaches do their job we might see we might see a little better uh meal but you know you can't be uh you know if they're hiring this guy coach and and they agree that it's going to take him four or five years to do it, then then let him have his four or five years. You know, if the deal was, hey, after three, we're going to evaluate you, then that means after three years, you better be seeing for some production. Whatever you got, that that's fine. But let the guy coach. Let the guy have his way. Let him do things his way. And then if they don't work, then get rid of him. But give him an honest shot. But but we don't want to let these um, people believe. We don't want to let them do their own thing. We want them to coach, but we really don't want them. We don't believe it the way I take it. We want them to coach, but we don't uh, 
really want them to do it their way. We want to have a hand in it. We really want to do it this way, which, in fact, is, you know, one of them ought to be the coach, I guess. Uh, you know, just just believe in what you do, and, and that's, you know, been a big piece for us. Like I say, uh, you know, when somebody tells me you can't do it, that's, that's when I usually bear down that much harder. And, uh, you know, I, I see that in the, uh, you know, the college game and the pros. And um, I listened to uh, uh, Troy Aikman, you know, play for Jimmy Johnson, uh, play for Barry Switzer, uh, play for several, several other coaches. I can't uh, remember their names, but, you know, he even said, you know, talked about all the great coaches the other day on Thursday night. But he said, when it's all said and done and all the smoke clears, you're looking at the best ever coach, and that's Bill Belichick. And I would will, I will challenge about every person might be out there listening that Bill may not know more football than any of the other coaches. But the one thing Bill knows is he believes in every single thing and every decision he makes. And he's got the power to be able to do that. There's probably other coaches out there given the same opportunity. You know, they might uh, be able to pull off what he's pulled off. But having that trust with, with Robert Kraft, for him to know, hey, I got the best coach in the world right here, I'm going to let him do his thing. You know, you look at, look at Jerry Jones now. You know, Jerry Jones, uh, what's his name? Their head coach, uh, Jason Garrett. He he's just a puppet on a string, man. With with the elbows, and there you go. Biggest organization, America's team, makes more money to claim than the rest of them. What do you got? You know, um, these guys just got that match and. You know, I'll never forget several years ago when Peyton Manning, when they went on to win the Super Bowl, Peyton Manning and them uh, were playing the New England Patriots, and they were playing in Indianapolis, and and uh, it was fourth and short. And, uh, you know, Bill Billups, they were on their own territory late in the game. They picked up the first down, the game over. And, uh, you know, the Patriots went for it. Oh, Lord, everybody, you know, bash Bill and this, that, and other. He's lost it. He's lost it. You know, well, you know what he said? Hey, we'd have turned, if we hadn't, uh, if we could have picked up the first down, game was over. It was just a yard. We couldn't get a yard. We'd get a yard, game over. But it's not the way it was. We'd have punted the ball. Peyton Manning was going to come down and, as good as he was playing that particular day, he's probably going to drive down and score anyway. So, you know, they they bashed him for a little bit, but uh, when you win six Super Bowls, you know, I, I think he's right. I think, you know, he, being aggressive, I, I like that. He, he made the decision. He believed in it. He went with it. He didn't, you know, he'd give his reason for it, and that was the end of it. You know, most people, you know, don't make those kind of decisions because they don't 
first of all, they don't trust in their team. They don't trust in their job. You know, you can't, oh, I make, if I make the wrong decision, I'm going to get fired. I, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like having to look over his shoulder. So, um, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, like I say, we can, we can help Brandy get this going. She's, she's working hard to, uh, get it up and running. And, and like I said, maybe when, uh, season gets here, we can get more people, more knowledge about it, but certainly, uh, she most certainly believes in, Inner product, and, and that's a great thing. And, and hey, I, I, I believe in it as well. Uh, anybody that's on our team that has tried it, um, you know, it's it's been a it's been a success. So uh, hope hope for her sake she can get it up and going. Um, last week I missed uh, a question on there from a couple of players. It was over to Beach. Uh, then it's in a question, you know, what's the, how hard is it to coach uh, women? And uh, maybe what the difference is, I'm I'm not sure exactly the question, but, you know, I, I'm going to tell you something. Um, it, it's, it's really hard, and, and then at, at some point it's, it's really easy. You know, uh, if there are a lot, Women are a lot more emotional, you know, which I seem to hurt the feelings sometimes. I seem to, um, I've been told I've been rude and a hard ass and all kinds of different things, and I'm still doing it the same way. That's just the way I know and believe. Um, some, some of it's easier because they're not all, some of them won't always try to challenge you or ask you why you do this or fit we do that, but for the most part, a lot of them just do what you tell them. Now, you do have to tell them a lot. It's like it don't sink in. Uh, their football knowledge, that makes it tough. I mean, it, it's sort of a catch-22 situation. The more knowledge they have, the more they want to challenge you on stuff. But the less knowledge they have, the more you got to go over it. So it's, it's, a, it's a double-edged story. To be honest with you on how uh, you know how you can go about it, uh, I'll be honest. I've, I've really enjoyed it. Um, you know, taking taking the uh, the product that you get, uh, you know, from the first tryouts and uh, first workouts, and you see some of these girls, and I mean, it's like that now. Um, you know, we've had three or four. I don't know what we've had, tryouts and workouts. Finally just got got everybody in pads the other day and uh, just lined up against one another, did a little bit of activity. And, you know, I can already see the growth in a lot of these young or new girls. And, and man, that just, it's just so exciting to, to see that, you know, um, along the way to, to see these, you know, it's like a flower blooming and blossoming that you planted or, or, or you know, a product out there you uh, put in the field or whatever, and it grows, and, you know, it turns out to be uh, successful. That's that's the way it is here, you know. I, I say it all the time. There's a, there's a lot of 
a lot of great coaches couldn't coach my team for a simple reason. They couldn't really get all the way back to the basics but be able to expand to the final product. You know, there's so much of a gap in between that they really forgot what the basic fundamentals are for true beginner uh, players. And, you know, some of them it started early in, in uh, Park Warner Elementary School. You know, I can remember starting to play tackle football when I was in the second grade. Well, I, you know, I don't even know if they let them tackle at second grade now. I mean, I, I they was only one team, and that was on the elementary team at Valley Pike. And I was a second grader playing with fifth graders, you know. Um, I, I dare say they don't do that today, but, you know, taking, taking these young, uh, inexperienced, new, some of them are not so young, uh, inexperienced girls, women, making making football players out of them, not women's football players, but football players out of them when they never did anything. Some of them never played sports in their life, some of them. And you're taking and making football players out of them and you're making champions out of them. That's, that's you know, that's worth it. That's... Uh, you know, that's the finished product, uh, you know, after you plant the seed out there and it grows to be a good crop. That's, that's your finished product. And being able to, to do that with, you know, all these young, like I say, young experienced girls is, is is a blessing. So, yeah, it's tough, and then it's, uh, you know, also rewarding. But, you know, maybe, maybe one day um, – you know, I told Jennifer uh, a while back. That, you know, it would I want I would like to. I know I'm starting late and and uh, in life, but you know, I, I would like to take a uh, take a team that's struggling, a, a high school team uh, that's struggling, and uh, turn it around and and go and go be a proven winner with them. Um, I don't know if I'll get that opportunity or not. That's, you know, I seem to have different, uh, you know, set goals and try to achieve those and really hadn't made it a goal yet. Just sort of threw the idea around. But, um, you know, I, I know I can do it. There's no doubt in my mind that I can do it. Um fact that I, you know, take these, I, I look at it like taking these young men experience. I'm not so young again. But all of them are not all of them, but pretty much most of them are inexperienced. Taking these uh, inexperienced girls and making champions out of them, I know what I can do if I had uh, all the resources and opportunities and and everything of that nature uh, at my exposure. I know what I can do with all them. So you know, maybe some point. Uh, or I get too old in life that it can, you know, that I could uh, maybe get that opportunity to to try it. But, uh, you know, we'll see. But I certainly, you know, enjoy coaching uh, women's. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm wetting off now or at any time just saying that, you know, that may be, you know, something I'd like to, you know, really think hard about. I know I 
I'd like to do it, just to have it, you know, just sit down and and uh, made, you know, made it a. Uh, I don't know exactly what sort of, but to go after any specific job yet, but that's uh, you know, sort of looking to it and uh, maybe turn it in, but you know, it can definitely nothing can take away um, from what I've learned, not just for. You know what I've learned these girls, but what they weren't, you know, me and and uh, you know things of that nature. Uh, you know, it's just so unorthodox to, you know, to uh, coach women's football. You just you think about it now. Some of these women have been playing forever. Uh, some played in high school, middle school, whatnot, but. Uh, you know, some of them will play a year or two, and then they're, you know, they're done, and they'll move on to something else. Something bigger, better will come along. But, you know, some of these girls really, really love it and, you know, play for years and willing to do whatever it takes to play. And, um, you know, I, I might have to offer these, these women. I know, you know, football, I say it all the time, but I mean, Football, I wouldn't know at school, but the truth of the matter is, my mom is the reason I went to school because I was afraid of her. But football was a big part of it for me because I I really loved it. You know, I hated that uh, I waited so late uh, in my career. As much as I loved the game, it took me forever to get over it after I graduated. Ever two years, I played yard uh, ball. So. Well, anyway, we're about out of uh, time here tonight. I want to appreciate everybody for listening and uh, uh, taking this great opportunity to learn about uh, uh, H&D's new uh, career. And, and uh, uh, again, congratulations to Miss BJ uh, on her award she's going to be receiving at the All-Star uh, Hall of Fame game in Las Vegas. Certainly well-deserved. And, uh, um, all the people listening, I want to thank you for that. And uh, uh, who knows what we'll get into in the next, uh, uncover the next week, or who we can get on here to talk about, but uh, talk to, not talk about, but subjects we can talk about. So, till then, uh, next, uh, next Tuesday, everybody have a good week, and we'll see you then. Hi, I'm Brandy, owner of H&D. Therapy. We are certified PEMF therapy as well as equine massage therapy with certifications in human, small animal, and equine. I have been using pulse electronic magnetic field technology for over 10 years. This technology is helping people and all animals with making their lives happier and healthier. H&D therapy helps all athletes of any sport by using PEMF to aid in enhancing their performance. PEMF therapy and achieving peak performance go hand in hand. When the athlete's muscles are at their best condition, peak performance is easier to achieve. We can help with improving energy, help pain management, accelerate healing, reduce inflammation, help strengthen bones, increase circulation, and increase oxygen levels in the blood and many, many more benefits to have a healthier body. Come find us on Facebook and the web at hndtherapy.com or call 865 
456-1976 to make an appointment or get more information.